Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Winchester Radio. Uh, Saturday night uh, for us. Um, anyway, uh, morning somewhere. Um, welcome to our podcast for the 18th episode of the seventh season called Party On Garth. Um, I always feel like somebody should say Party On Wayne when I say that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, good evening. Uh, just a little quickie business here before we get started talking about the episode. Um, our guest call in number is 347 205 9801. Um, you can listen to the podcast at blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard. And you can also download it from there. You can uh, subscribe and download us through iTunes. Uh, you can always go to our website, uh, winchesterbros.com, and click on the link for Winchester Radio. And you can always find us on Facebook and Twitter for not just podcasts, but all sorts of uh, supernatural news and links and all sorts of great things, and we're Winchester Bros, um, winchesterbros.com on Facebook, and at Winchester Bros on Twitter. Now we have this episode, and for this episode, we have to start at the end, because it has huge, huge news at the end. Oh, my God. Becky, hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the end... I was going to start with kind of the, the at the beginning when they were showing the okay. previous on the show. I okay. thought they, they did a really good job of including Bobby in the previous And so you would have Bobby on your mind, but he was talking about Garth, you know. So it made mm-hmm. you think, you know, that they, that, that part is in the previous just because of Garth. But, mm-hmm. you, you know, after watching the episode, you're like, oh, they, you know, wanted to have Bobby mm-hmm. in the previous too. Yeah, and you know, if if I learned one thing from this episode, it's that to never, ever, ever play poker with Jim Beaver or anyone on the Supernatural cast and crew. Oh my God, they're they are so good at keeping secrets and lying straight to your face. <laughs> yes, they lie to your face. They lie behind our backs. You know, and they look right. I, and I can understand you know, Jim Beaver's a wonderful actor and you know and and of course um uh, Jared and Jesse and everybody everybody kept the secret and everybody in the whole crew and and uh Sarah and anybody anytime anybody was interviewed and, and now I think back because it didn't Jared say at one point, well it's or maybe it was Sarah or both of them said, Oh yeah, well, you know, those little hints they could be just somebody, you know, when they pass away, you just really see them again because you think about them a lot and like, oh. Well, just last Friday, um, Jim Michaels tweeted uh, who knocked the book off the table and somebody replied to him and said, Bobby, and he replied back and said, nope, not Bobby. Just last Friday. Mm-hmm. They lied. At, at the Burbank convention, that you know, that was just at the beginning of March, um, Jim Beaver was there, and during his panel, he talked about how, you know, he was filming that Abominable Snowman movie in Canada, <laughs> and that he, you know, he was hoping sometime to be able to come down the mountain and see, you know, 
Supernatural crew and stuff, but hadn't had a chance. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I know. And and I guess some people said, oh, they was punked. And I'm sure they mean punked in a, in a good way. It's, you know, like the MTV show with Ashton Kutcher. But, I mean, I never felt, like, fooled in a bad way, you know. I was no, just, it, uh-uh. Not at all. I just laughed and laughed. And then I literally, when um, um, Dean and Sam leave the hotel room, a motel room, and Sam leaves first, and Dean lets them out, and they close the door, and they stayed in the hotel room. And I'm like, okay, something is up here. We're going to get, like, another hint maybe. And then the camera pulls back, and I'm like, it's not just a hint. It's Bobby. And I literally screamed out loud, and I scared my cat so bad she took off running. My husband was watching with me last night, and he hasn't watched hardly any episodes at all this year. And so is that scene, in the same way how the camera stayed in the room, I was like, ooh, something Bobby-like is going to happen. Because after all the talk about Bobby in the episode, you know, you knew mm-hmm. whatever this was is Bobby. And so I was like, ooh, something Bobby's going to happen, something Bobby-like is going to happen. And then when Bobby was actually standing there, I threw my arms up in the air, you know, in the victory. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Bobby. And Russ was, my husband, he's like, oh, come on. I saw that from a mile away. And I'm like, you've only watched this episode where they talked about Bobby. The other episodes, they haven't been doing that. (laughs) But, oh, my gosh. And like I was telling you earlier, up until 2 o'clock this morning or whatever when Jim Beaver tweeted the picture of himself and said that somebody should actually make that Abominable Snowman movie. I didn't realize that the Abominable Snowman movie was part of the, uh, that he was lying about that too. I assumed he was doing both of them, the Abominable Snowman movie and Supernatural. So to find out that the whole Abominable Snowman movie was just a big ruse, I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, it was just hilarious and awesome. I just love it. I know. It was great. And, I, you know, for the whole time he kept talking about it, I'm like, yeah, a Bobble Snowman movie. Oh, sounds like one of those crazy Saturday night sci-fi movies and everybody's yeah. going to do one and all that. And, and like you said, well, he could do both, right? You know, could just come down the mountain and then go back up again and whatever. And it's like unbelievable. Just crazy! I love it. I love it. I know, and I and and I I give him credit that nobody heard a peep anywhere. I mean, it's that's really hard to do these days with with you know the internet and people watching the show, uh, film and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, having that many people know a secret, it's hard to keep it that way. And not the and- and Supernatural doesn't always film in the studios. You know, they film out on location a lot. And the fact mm-hmm. that nobody saw Jim Beaver out filming, or if they did, they were really, really good and kept quiet about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was that was just amazing. And and the scene when he's standing there, and it has... It has so much meaning and so many implications because now we know that Bobby, what Bobby chose, he chose at the end of Death's Door. He chose to stay here and and watch over Sam and Dean, and we know what that means because, you know, 
you know, sooner or later, um, your spirit is here, but you, but it doesn't stay the same. It goes slowly crazy, and you become something that is hunted. But he still made that choice to stay with Sam and Dean. And when, when Dean, he was looking at the flask, but when he said, there you are, oh, my heart was just, oh, it was just mm-hmm. so, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I I, I got chills, and then you mm-hmm. know, it was the flask. And Yeah. And, and the fact that Bobby is attached to the flask, Bobby's spirit, that goes to show why Sam, when he was using the talking board, the Ouija board, why he didn't get any connection with Bobby because mm-hmm. Dean wasn't around at the time, so the flask wasn't around at the time, which means Bobby wasn't there because Bobby's mm-hmm. only where the flask is. Mhm. Yeah, and it's so perfect, and it's totally something that Dean would keep, you know, with him, with him. all the time, mm-hmm. all the time, and and the look on Bobby's face when when Dean says, oh, there you are. He thinks, he knows I'm here, and then he didn't. And it just just broke my heart. It was the most lovely scene. And poor poor Dean, what killed me when he was in the warehouse and he had the sword and he's looking around for Bobby, you know, Bobby, you know, Mm -hmm. is that you? And his voice and the expression on his face, he's just hoping so hard. And he, he has, he's not, optimistic at all but he's still hoping and he still gets his heart broken and I felt so bad for it I'm like oh my god I know so much. yeah and and then Sam watching him you know and seeing him and 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 he understands you know I think and he didn't tell Dean that he got the talking board I think too because he just didn't want to get his hopes up and right, have him right. be hurt all over again and so, you know, I, I, I didn't mind that he didn't tell Dean at first because I, I have no doubts that if he'd gotten uh, communicated with Bobby, he would have gone immediately to Dean. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. talk about the other fabulous guest star, DJ Qualls. He mm. was, oh, I love him. But I have to say, I think my favorite part about him on the episode was his theme song, Bill Viv DeVoe's Poison. <laughs> I know. Garth, it was awesome. Garth's theme song, that was just so funny. It's the complete opposite of Sam and Dean music. And mm-hmm. it's 90s hip-hop, and it's just hilarious and perfect, and I just absolutely loved it. I know, it's, it's perfect. I would love to know who chose it for him. I do, too. You know, Adam Glass, Adam Glass is the... Adam Glass is the writer, and, you know, he's been on our podcast before, so I really want to get in contact with him and ask him, okay, did you put in the script that <laughs> Poison was Garth's theme song? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and Adam um, did a great job with this episode, and, and Bobby, you know, he had, like, a really pivotal um, project, and that was yes. um, to bring back bring back Bobby and, and make it a surprise and make – Things and and they, obviously they ask questions about Bobby, and then Sam would answer them, you know, very logically, you know, and say, you know, uh, you know, for once we're normal, you know, and we lost somebody we're close to, and we see him, and then he even had an explanation for the sword flying across the room, you know. Well, maybe the spirit was trying to get it, and yeah, that made that made sense. You could think of it that way. And right. It was great un- until 
the very end when you saw Bobby. So Adam did a great job, and he must have had fun. He must have had fun with uh, writing Garth this time too, and everything. So yeah, Adam has been on the podcast, and if you happen to listen sometime, great job. And <laughs> uh, I. I didn't realize until the second or third time I watched the episode today that the um, part where Garth got thrown through all the panes of glass and then when they go back to find him and he says, what did I miss? I didn't mm-hmm. realize that that was a callback to his other episode um, until mm-hmm. I was watching it the previously closer and saw where in the Becky episode he said the same thing after being thrown through tables. So I think that's mm-hmm. hilarious that they're keeping, like, Garth continuity up like that. Yep, definitely. Um, going going back to Garth, the character of Garth, um, I realized I, I was telling you before this started that I I liked him better in this episode than I did in um, the last episode he was in, uh, season seven, time for a wedding, and yeah. like that whole whole episode, his character to me was kind of over the top and kind of extreme, and I I wasn't really feeling it yet. But I thought this one, his character, while still very quirky and a little eccentric, was a little more realistic, and you got to see another a better side of Garth where he's, he's, he's not like a hunter, like you're like, why are you still alive? And you think in the last one, you know, you're, you're not too good at this, but he's actually very smart and good at this. Yeah. And it, and, and he's, a com- I was, he's, a, he's a confident hunter. Because it was him that figured out the thing with the EMFs, where his, what you know, mm-hmm. his it was going off when Bobby's flask was around, and you know he it was him that figured that out. So he's not just a silly guy; he's actually you know pretty good at what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, <laughs> the other thing I I love about him, and you know, we see a lot of hunters that you know that are like you know Rufus and even Bobby. Um, you know, they're they're worn out and tired and pessimistic and cranky. And I know Garth is not quite that age yet. But what I think is cool about him is that he handles the, being a hunter really well. He's very kind of practical. He's very affable about it. He's got apparently a steady girlfriend that he loves. Um, he enjoys sort of the fun pleasures in life, like, you know, having a hot tub or something. Um, he's got funky music going. We saw him, like, you know, one beer, and he's happy and drunk. And in the last one, he was, like, I think, dude, what, enjoying a milkshake or something. And I'm, right. Like, I like Sam and Dean seeing someone handling this hunter life and still managing to be a little bit normal yeah, about yeah. it. I, in the Becky episode, he was reading Marmaduke comics and drinking his milkshake, and you know. And in, in this one, you know, we saw um, after he went went to the food truck and he got in his car, he was talking to his girlfriend about you know meeting up with her in the hot tub later, and you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then he when he pulled out the Mister Fizzle's sock, which oh my god, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> He's, you know, before that he said that his special lady friend had twins. So, you know, not only does he have a girlfriend, but he kind of, you know, has he's like a father figure, I would think, to mm-hmm. his girlfriend's kids, you know. And mm-hmm. oh my goodness, 
the Mr. Fizzle sock puppet. <laughs> I know. So good. And, and it worked. It did. The little girl completely talked to it and, you know, gave, you know, like a little kid would, I guess. And the voice he used, you know, like a real laid-back southern woman. <laughs> and he, I think he tweeted later on that that's the voice he uses with his dog. <laughs> I think that's so cute. <laughs> I know, and he says, and you can Mr. Fizzle can tell when you're a liar. <laughs> and and Dane's like, you know, going, you know, oh, oh, Shui, this is not working, you know, and we're, this is a waste of time, and he's all cranky. And then she goes, you know, I had a grown-up drink. You know, yeah, and she yeah. totally tells him, and he just gives Dean a look. And did you notice that that Garth nods, and so does Mister Fizzle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see in the end credits? Um, it has and Mister Fizzle's as himself. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, in the so end funny. credits. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I did see that um, somehow appropriately. There was a commercial for the 3D version of Titanic in the middle of Supernatural. Balthazar. <laughs> we need Balthazar when you need him. <laughs> I know. It's like not only is the movie back, but now it's in 3D. <laughs> Help. Like, I am scared of ships and water or anything. That, that's one of my phobias. But I did see that when it came out the first time. It's like, there's no way I'm going to go see that in 3D. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know. I know. I I actually um, don't mind. Don't mind water. Um, I, I I've been on three cruises and I I highly recommend them. <laughs> they're they're actually a lot of fun. But I I can I can understand how you'd feel that way because much like smaller boats and no no thank you like other than the, like you know. Um, we hear the stories of like the kid who sails around the world by themselves in like the twenty foot sailboat. I'm like, have you lost your mind? <laughs> you know, like, oh my god! Actually, the movie that that got me and absolutely terrified me um, was The Perfect Storm. Oh yeah, see, there's no way I can watch that. No way at all. Oh no, it was uh, yeah. They had a ninety foot rogue wave at the end, and, and that. Um, that, that, they, they figure that's how they, they died. So that was based on, a, on, of course, on a true story and book, which is right. an amazing book, amazing book. But um, I went to see that with two friends, and we had we got there late, and we ended up sitting in, like, the third row, and we had to walk our friend to her car because she goes seasick. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> when you're that close to the waves and water, but anyway. Um not to change, not to change subjects or anything, but the scene I'm watching right now is um, when they're all tasting the beer, drinking the beer, and Garth chugs his old bottle. But the shirt Sam is wearing, I remember mm-hmm. he wore that in, I believe, season three's bedtime stories. So oh. I, yeah, um, so I think it's you know here it is four years later and they're still bringing out the same clothes. I think that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Guys who live in a car, you know, they're going to have the same clothes for years and years. Yeah, if they can, because, and actually we probably don't see uh, uh, enough of it, you know, when they're when they're hunting and get, you know, uh, hurt or attacked, there must be, like, tons of holes in their clothes and torn mm-hmm. and blood and all sorts of monster goop, who knows. So, right, right. I, 
I would imagine some of them, they do a lot of laundry, and they've probably learned how to mend clothes, I would guess, after a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do buy new ones. I don't know. But they probably have their favorites. But, yeah, I think it's great continuity because, yeah, we do see a lot of um, familiar shirts, plaid shirts or occasionally T-shirts, but more of the plaid shirts. And the jackets, of course, they very consistent. Um, I think was, this uh, I think this episode may have set a record for the most guest stars in one episode because there were a ton of people in this episode. <laughs> they all, you know, all the camper, the camper kids at the beginning. There was what five of them, you know, including mm-hmm. the brother who got killed, and then that whole all the brewery people and the employees and their family, and you know, and then the one dead mm-hmm. guy's the one dead guy's wife and then the people at the Japanese restaurant and there's just people everywhere. It was crazy. Um, Oh, shoot. Oh, I liked when uh, Garth tells the the janitor kid, that's that's the son of Baxter, and he Mm -hmm. tells him the whole thing, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a a shoujo and a Japanese monster and it's after you kill you, blah, 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 you know, and Baxter's your dad. And out of that whole thing, which sounds crazy, you know, with monsters and whatever. The one thing he focuses on is Baxter's my dad. (laughs) That's what you got out of all that? Oh, my God. That was was hilarious. And the scene, of course, it's a shoujo, which apparently is a spirit that you have to be drunk to see. And I couldn't find anything about a shoujo, an actual shoujo spirit. Um, A shoujo is actually... Um, uh, anime or manga stuff that's geared to young fan girls, and I think it's show men, but for the guys. And I'm, I'm, I'd have to go back and look at my friend's email who explained the difference to me. But that's all I, all I, all I know what a shojo is. But anyway, you have to be drunk to see it. And the scene where Sam and Dean drink so they can try and find whatever this is on on the security tape, what's going on, and. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of funny and it was kind of sad when Sam says to Dean, "Can you even get drunk anymore?" You know, it, it's yeah. like vitamin water form. It was kind of sad. It was kind of funny, but it was kind of sad too. But I guess and Dean did get drunk. What was he drinking? It looked like grain alcohol or something in a nice bottle. Which yeah, that would get him drunk. One of my best friends called me today and she said, "I want to drink whatever that vodka was that Dean was drinking." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it, it got him going, and then he, you know, it, they're very funny when they when they're drunk on the episode. Um, um, he kind of. I, I love when Sam, when after they got drunk and they saw the shojo on the video, and Sam said, "Also, she they she came out of the bottle and then went to the place with the thingies." Yeah, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, that's very smart." <laughs> Yeah, and he's drinking and he's going, me like me, which is not usually yeah. something he would say. And then they're caught and he spits all the vodka back in the glass, you know, which is, which is very funny, very funny. Um, but there's a point where he's pouring it and drinking it and he kind of coughs when he drinks it. And I couldn't decide if that was being coughing because it was very strong or if they'd snuck some real stuff in a bottle again and, and not told Jensen. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like in the Christmas episode. Yes. I think Jared spiked the eggnog with something real. (laughs) 
Mm. Wouldn't surprise and, me. Yeah. And then when Sam is at the bar and he's watching Marie, then they're thinking she's the only one left alive in the family that the shoujo would be after. And then uh, Dean says, can, can you drive? And Sam's like, uh, <laughs> <you know>? yeah. <laughs> and he looks at him and says, okay, we'll get a cab. And he runs to the cab and he goes to go, national security, I need the cab. And, you know, he's very, you know, brisk about it. And then he's very polite to the to the lady. He's like, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. Thank you. And then he gets to the cab. And the little cab driver who could barely see over the steering wheel was like, you know, I like to drive very carefully. <laughs> and it had to be the one and only cab driver in the world who is a safe driver because every cab <laughs> I've ever been in, I'm afraid for my life every time. <laughs> yes, yes. You have to hang on like, like crazy. I, I know. And and any other cab driver in any other, like, show would, like, have taken off, you know, at, like, 90 miles an hour. To get right, to the right. That was very funny. That was great. Oh, my gosh. Didn't you think this was just going to be, like, a fun kind of filler episode, like a monster yeah. of the week and all I, that? I totally. I didn't. I, th- I thought there would be more scenes of, like, Sam, Dean, and Garth sitting around drunk. That's what I assumed. <laughs> the episode was going to have them sitting around drunk for a while. And so mm-hmm. even though I, I was looking forward to seeing that, um, I'm kind of glad it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had um, a lot more going on, of course, with it brought Bobby back. And we, I honestly, I just thought it was a monster of the week with a different kind of spirit and might be kind of fun because Garth is back and they were drinking and, and that. And it turned out to be something completely different. Oh. I'm sorry, what? I didn't say anything. That was my phone beeping. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh! Um, what else about this episode? I loved that. I thought it was a really neat little part of the show that to get the Japanese translated and everything. They went to a Japanese restaurant, and mm-hmm. the, you know the word I love that you know because you know seriously, where are you going to find somebody? You know that's. Just, regular, normal life thing to do. If you want Japanese translated, where are you going to go around? Oh, there's a Japanese restaurant, you know. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it shows them, like, they, they've really got to be creative and think to get their research done this year, you know, whenever they right. need information. And you're right, that's, like, perfect. They didn't need anything fancy. They just needed somebody that could read Japanese, <laughs> you know, and tell them what it said in English. And I love that it was um, from a, a chef at a Japanese restaurant. And then they went back to him to do the blessing on the on the Right, katana. right. And, and I think or in the water and then the guy saying the blessing and, and uh, I, it, just, it just cracked me up. And I would imagine that sword now has a home in the trunk of the car. Right, right. Part of the weapons arsenal. And it could be their second sword because Sam's had one in, oh, my gosh, James just went right out of my head. Had the Leviathans in the town buying all the real estate. We just talked about it. Okay. There's a dog barking outside, so I missed which episode with the sword? Um, the last one because Sam had the sword. It was with uh, the Leviathans, and they were buying all the real estate up. Oh, oh yeah, okay. I, yeah, the last 
the, yeah. Um, uh, what was the name of that? Oh, I'm terrible. I can't think of the name. Uh, it's, it's only because I asked you, and it's only because I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> that uh, we are getting it. I, yeah, I have to look it up. So give me one second. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it. not the born again out, identity. Out with, the, um, out with the old. Out with the old. That's it. Okay. Anyway, there's a there's a broadsword at the end of that. Sam has it, right. and I wonder That's if he right. got it. So, yeah, um, I'm getting a like Highlander the series. <laughs> feel for supernatural now. <laughs> and um, I also want, I don't know who the actress was, but the actress who played the wife of the um, brewmaster, the one who had killed himself and did the whole curse. I thought that actress was really good. The, the way she, when Sam was talking to her and the way she said, I'm curious. And the way she talked, it was just, yeah, that's the way a, a real person, if you're furious, you're just calm and everything about it. And I, mm-hmm. I, just, really, I just really like that actress and how she did that scene. I don't know who she was, but she, I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely me too. Um, I like how um, when Garth needs information, it's like the Sam and Dean information, they dress up in suits and they're FBI, they're feds. And when Garth needs information, he dresses up like a U.S. soldier in the Army. <laughs> because he looks good in a suit. <laughs> he looks good yeah. in a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, DJ no. Qualls. <laughs> yeah, I tell. That was, and he knows he was, he was Corporal James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't Corporal B. DeVoe, you know, who does his theme song, you know, Belbo. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And wasn't the name of the beer hilarious? Spy Slapper. Spy Slapper, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, who comes up with these things? Who gets, you know, where do these ideas come from? Did Adam I wonder. Rapper? Did Adam Glass come up with the name, or did, like, Jerry Wanick and Props, you know, who comes up with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was, um, you know, banners and everything on the wall, and there was another one that said it was a it was a hair razor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five um, slapper. And I saw something um, that um, Get Your Party On, so it kind of yeah. had the name, <laughs> name of the episode in it, and. Yep, and I guess we should say that Party on Garth and Party on Wayne comes from Wayne's World, the old Saturday Night Live sketch that was eventually made into at least it was one movie, and then there was I think there was a sequel. Also, I I have not seen either one, but I remember the sketch of course, uh, yeah. Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. I, I've yeah. seen both of them. I have to, oh. I have to say <laughs> I was I was disappointed that Garth you know once seen. Party on Garth, that Dean, that Garth didn't say party on Dean. I was disappointed. I was like, oh, come on, you're so close. <laughs> I know. Or a little you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> it's a classic moment, I know, from that movie, which I have seen. I've had some, some all singing Bohemian Rhapsody, which is awesome. Now, see, if they had had the, the big, long, drunk scene, Maybe we would have seen Sam Dean and Garth singing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I I I don't know if I would have survived that moment. It would have been so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, didn't didn't DJ Qualls tweet that there's good stuff cut out of this episode? 
He did, yeah. And so, Phil Segrecia, hmm. Phil Segrecia directed it, and he's the one who puts together the gag reels every year. So I'm hoping then we'll get to see a bunch of that stuff on the gag reels and things. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Because, I mean, the way Jared and DJ tweet each other back and forth, you know, mm-hmm. it's hilarious, their tweets. So just think about how, when they're actually together, how funny stuff has to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need DJ out of convention. He didn't, he didn't go to Burbank, did he? No, he no, he didn't go. Yeah, we need Wasn't him to come to a convention. Creation really needs to get on that. Yes. <laughs> I saw somebody, somebody tweeted to him last night and said that if he goes to a convention, he has to do... Um, Delbert DeVoe's poison at the at the karaoke party, and yes. he said he said count him in. He's all for it. <laughs> I mean that right there. It's worth worth the price of admission just to see that. <laughs> yeah, and which is funny because the karaoke's free. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, can you see him and Richard uh, Spate and Matt Cohen and all the usual karaoke guys with? DJ, oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. It would be so. It would be so funny. Oh, that's great. Um, to be the, slightly, slightly serious for a moment, um, I liked that this episode at the beginning, um, Dean was on the phone with Meg, and we got a little bit of an update on Cass because yeah, that was a that was huge. In the last episode, we got the return of Misha and Cass, and of course, this week we get Bobby and Jim Beaver. So. It's they're, they really are like on the on the they're running up to the season finale, but yeah, we got a little update on Cass, so that was some good continuity there. And Cass is still catatonic and drooling. It sounded like. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually a little surprised because Sam wasn't. Sam, exactly. yeah, he, Sam was still able, you know. At his worst, you know, in last week's episode, at his worst, he was still able to save that girl, you know, and get rid of her brother's mm-hmm. ghost and everything. But here, you know, Castiel's in really bad shape. I wonder if he's faking it or or has put himself into kind of a catatonic state to be able to focus specifically on dealing with the crazy and Lucifer, mm-hmm. which is possible... Um, hmm. I don't know. And of course, you know, Meg makes the demon. Demons lie. Right, so, right. So we don't know if she's telling the truth or not. But at no. least we got an update. Yeah, but, you know, the next episode isn't until April 20th, which. Putting it off that long, thats I know it's a long time we have to wait, but at least that means we're going to get the last episodes all in a row with no break. Yes. And so I, I don't know, you know, there's, it's rumored, you know, two or three episodes left um, with, with Misha, so I don't know how many more, you know, he'll be in. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm betting, I'm thinking whatever is going to happen, it's going to help. Save the day with the Leviathans, whatever, with Cassio coming out. Yep. And I've also been getting the feeling lately that Mark Shepard 
Crowley is going to come back into the mix. Yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, and that's just a guess. Anybody listening, that's like a like a guess. Just considering, you know, that's, I don't know anything. Because <laughs> he he was he was big against you know the you know he was big in there at the beginning of the year. Crowley was in quite a few episodes, so mm-hmm. yeah, you know, he I would think he would want to come back at the end, you know, to help with whatever the Leviathans, whatever they do with them. Mhm, definitely, and. Our dear Guy B is up there directing right now the episode 22, so, and that's the second-to-last episode, so he must be directing some really big, exciting things up there that, that of course, they all don't want to talk about. <laughs> Darn it. But if they did, they would just lie about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know what Guy tweeted a picture of him and, I guess, Jim Michaels watching the episode and... Yeah, Jim tweeted a picture of Guy, and Guy tweeted a picture of Jim. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes, those those naughty naughty guys up there. Yeah, yeah, and it was great. Just amazing. Um, the um the food truck that was in that episode. It's actually. Um, crew members, Supernatural crew members, they're the ones who started that food truck company, Guanaco Truck. So uh-huh. um, I thought that was neat that they put it in put it in an episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it looked really cool. It had some cool graphics on the side. Um, I thought the, the shoujo looked really cool. It, it looked so much like the character in the ring. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, and Sam mentioned the ring at the beginning, you know, when mm-hmm. they were in the car, and I, I wonder if they did that on purpose. I would bet because they 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 know what they're doing, you know they they know all the movies and influences and how things look, so I'm sure they they borrowed it with with knowledge and why not? It's a really cool look, mm-hmm. and of course. Of course, the original Ring, the Ring movie was Japanese. So, right. And this is a show do show, so why not make it look like the character? It also reminded me of was it Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary or Providence, where she fights her way out of the mirror. It must be Bloody Mary. Is that? Yeah, she, they they did have do have a similar look with the. You, you know, Bloody Mary's dress was like a brown, but and hers was white, but it was the same kind of style. And they both had the long black stringy hair on their face and pale mm-hmm. face. But whereas the shoujo had black eyes, of course, Bloody Mary had the bloody eyes. And mm-hmm. Yes. I, I j- I was, I'm just at the scene where um, Sam got thrown against the wall again and knocked out. He's getting to be like Giles, you know, getting thrown against the wall and knocked out all the time. But mm-hmm. there's uh, um, some beer behind him that's called Hard Head. So <laughs> I guess Sam has a hard head. <laughs> I know. It was yet another episode where poor Sam just, just you know, clocked on the head some way. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, Sam. I mean, the guy has actual, you know, Brain problems, you know. <laughs> he, he's getting knocked. He gets knocked in the head so much. It's like, you know, it's a wonder he's able to speak. 
speak and get around. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, speaking of, of Sam and another <laughs> really funny moment to me, um, Dean Dean's trying to fight the shoujo, and he's sober, so he can't see it. So he's swinging the sword, and he's counting on Sam to tell him where it is. And then Sam's like, to the right. So he swings, and he, Sam's like, my right. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like, oops, <laughs> drunk and hit on the head. <laughs> Just trying to tell him. Okay, now I want to know, every week Sam and Dean, they're in a car, it's still they've been getting muscle cars, you know, every week. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been kinda of cool muscle cars. This week was a pacer. What's up with that? <laughs> you know? I know. Oh, the horror. The horror. You know, and Sam Sam was driving at the beginning, which we hardly ever see Sam driving. So did we have a pacer because Sam's the one who stole the car? You know, is it, <laughs> is it is it Dean that steals all the cool muscle cars and Sam steals the nerdy cars? <laughs> oh, that is funny. That's right. It's like, how did they end up with a pacer? And then Garth has an El Camino, which is another funky thing. But, um, yeah, and I thought it was, Sam... It was a nice pacer. It was in really good condition, but it's still, yes, it's it a was. pacer. <laughs> yes, yes. It's about as far as you can get from, say, a 71 Charger. <laughs> which they drove before. Um, yeah, Peter. And I, I, like you said, it's interesting Sam was driving. Sam, Dean must have thought Sam was really okay. You know? Yeah, Sam must, must have got a lot of sleep between last week and this week. Yeah, yeah, that, that was something about last week when he when they finally healed him or took the crazy away. Did they also take the sleeplessness away because he was, he looks pretty awake? <laughs> I wonder when Castiel, you know, healed Sam after the elect after the electroshock therapy, but it didn't, you know, fix the problem in his head. I wonder if maybe that fixed the physical problems with like mm-hmm. sleep deprivation and everything, but it just, you know, wasn't able to fix the you know, lose mm-hmm. problem. So that that might be what it was. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like the what did Dean say? How's your custard? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, it's doing okay. It's healing. It must, Sam must have been a little bit nervous, you know, like is Lucifer going to come back? Is there still a little tiny, teeny, tiny piece of him left in there somewhere, you know, hiding? I hope not. Poor yeah. If I, if I was Sam, I would still be constantly watching for Lucifer to kind of turn around. Oh, and it was nice to see that even death hasn't stopped Bobby from calling Sam and Dean idiots. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, it's so good to see you, Bobby. And you said idiots. It's awesome. It's perfect. Yeah. It's like, I'm right here, you idiot. <laughs> and the thing is, I've been kind of, I've been expecting Bobby to come back, but I mm-hmm. thought it would be like in the last couple of episodes. I had no mm-hmm. idea that it would be this soon. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if he's back just to just to resolve the story. Um, hmm. I, I you know I hate to get too spoilery, but so I want Bobby back all the time <laughs> to stay forever and ever and ever. But say you know, Dean tell Dean told you know uh, Garth that they did the. There's, 
you know, funeral, they burned his bones. And mm-hmm. it's like when Dean came back from the dead, you know, Sam burned his body. And, mm-hmm. you know, and when Sam came back, his whole body was, had fallen to hell, you know, so his body was mm-hmm. fine. So with yeah. Bobby, how would they bring Bobby back because he has no body? And I well, want Bobby back to stay forever and ever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, Garth says, didn't he say um, his cousin, his cousin Brandon, they burned him and he found a way back. Well, I thought that was I, interesting. He did, but I thought it to mean that, you know, he was attached to something too, like Bobby's attached to the um, oh, flask yeah. and that they had to still get rid of him another way. Yeah, but... This, does the spirit have to actually attach themselves to something? Because, you know, when someone dies, you know, they don't necessarily burn every single thing they own. So, right, and, you know, and we've seen that in multiple episodes. You know, they'll find something that the person owned, and that's what they have to burn to get rid of them. And, mm-hmm. and they do make a point of saying, well, did it, it had blood on it or it had something, you know, hair, right. teeth, or whatever. So they, they do say that. But, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder if, you know, Bobby will be back only to have, like, Sam and Dean have to somehow be able to contact him and and communicate, and then they're, like, maybe have some kind of closure, and then they can, like they did um, in Roadkill, Trisha Helfer's character. It's like they just helped her sort of, crossover, you know, in the yeah, end. Yeah, helped her, helped her, like, accept it, and then she was able to move on. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Bobby understands. He made the decision to stay, but maybe if Sam and Dean are can convince him, because they don't want him to become something that is going to be hunted. You know, they just, I don't think they would want that, so... Although, maybe they you could, know, Bob, Bobby's Bobby. If anybody's able to be a ghost and be sane, I can totally see it be Bobby. Yes. So mm-hmm. it would be really, it would be cool, you know, if Bob, you know, for Bobby to hang around all the time and be a ghost. You know, I would be mm-hmm. totally fine with that as long as Bobby's on my TV. I don't care if he's a ghost <laughs> or a person. I would be totally fine with that. I know. I think it would be interesting. And like, like you said, if anybody could handle this for a long time um, until maybe they decided to move on. Um, it would be it would be Bobby. Maybe Bobby would wait till someday with Sam and Dean, you know, and then mm-hmm. and then there'd be nobody left. It just it just reminded me all over again of Death's Door when he says, you know, they're my boys, you know, and they they grew up great, they grew up heroes, and it was like, oh, you know, they they really need him. Yeah. And I think every everybody needs Bobby. Everybody needs a Bobby. Yep, Uncle Bobby. You know, it's 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 funny. Oh my gosh, I think it was Janet. Um, ah, where are you? Don't go. Go in my Twitter thing. It was it was Janet. Um. Janet McCarrens. Uh-huh, she, yeah. She's one of the true people? Yes, and she tweeted that she was going to pick up Uncle Bob. 
And oh, which I, I assume that was Bob Singer. Because they, they, they do call him Uncle Bob sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, I tweeted back to her and I said, um, you're Uncle Bob or the boys ours. And I, I said, it's hope for Jim Beaver's return. And she tweeted back and she she said, ha ha, Uncle Bob Singer for real, which of course means Bob Singer. But now I, I, you kind of wonder, you know, she could be lying too. <laughs> right, right, which... I, I would totally, you know, wouldn't, you know, of course she's, you know, she's going to lie. She's one of the supernatural people. <laughs> I don't trust the word they say anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, oh, my God, never play poker with any of them, ever. <laughs> they are they are totally going to mess with your mind. <laughs> oh, gosh, that's why we love them. Yep. They are so good. And seventh season, I mean, that's pretty amazing to be able to pull that kind of spoiler and secret and, and surprise and, at this point. And Jim Beaver's name is not even in the end credits. It's not at mm. the beginning credits. You know, like Mark Shepard, you know, when he surprised us in a couple of episodes, his name wasn't in the beginning credits, but his name was still in the end credits. Jim Beaver's right. name is not even in the end credits. Wow. Huh. That is a real surprise. Yeah, because I, I watched them through twice today. First time that I went, I watched them again the second time to make sure I didn't miss it the first time, and not in there. Unless oh. I'm totally blind and completely missed it. <laughs> well, I'd have to look, but my you know affiliate, like like all the others, they shrink the credits at the end so they can... Uh, I, I get it on the day after, like on Saturday mornings, I buy it through... Amazon, their instant video thing, and that you get the full uh, thing that way. Ah, uh, that's cool. <laughs> now, you know, Garth, um, you know, salted and burned that Jenny Green tree at the beginning. So I wonder mm-hmm. if she was completely innocent. She hadn't done a thing, <laughs> and then she, yeah. you know, salted and burned. Yep. Oh, my gosh. But I was checking the tweet. I see that um, Jim Beaver said to um, it's LAU and LA Twitter Laura Laura Prudhomme, mm-hmm. and he says um, he says I'm afraid I was on set when you were there. They kept me hidden. Aww, aww. Because they're good friends. So I bet he hated staying away from her. Hmm. And then Jim Michael said, ha, 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 Jim Beaver was right downstairs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so mean. <laughs> I know, he's pretty gleeful about that. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Well, my goodness, that was a big episode. Is there anything else? We didn't hear anything about Leviathans, but we had a... Yeah, they weren't they weren't even mentioned with yeah. Mhm. Oh, oh, I thought it was funny when Garth invited them to go get brews and brunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the guy who played uh, the um, the guy at the end, the the um, brewery worker who found out that Baxter was his dad, that that kid, mm-hmm. that guy. 
he was um he was in um Hollywood Babylon, one of the actors in Hellhazers Two, The Reckoning. Um oh. he played he played the actor Rick in that one. So he's he's been in them before. Cool. But yeah, this is just a really, really good episode in so many different ways. The goofy Garth stuff was really, really good, and then Jim Beaver being back was just the cherry on top. I know, just fantastic. When I um, when I saw him at. The Burbank Convention, I told him, because when his episode of Justified, when his first episode of Justified aired, and, you know, it was after, you know, Bobby had died, and we hadn't seen him on TV in forever, you know, in February when Justified aired, and it just felt so good to have Jim Beaver back on my TV. And I told him that at the, you know, convention. I told him, you know, it was just, uh, it just felt so good to finally have you back on the TV. I didn't realize how much I missed you until you were finally there, you know, until you were back. And then that was just justified. So having him back on Supernatural, you know, it's just mm-hmm. wonderful. He, back where he belongs. Not some stupid abominable snowman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, oh, my gosh, he even tweeted pictures and oh everything. <laughs> Oh, and, I mean, I, I was, was Jim Beaver, you know, Googling, you know, snow mountain filming <laughs> pictures, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and he keeps talking about, you know, damn, all this snow and it's cold and I, I know my, what did he say, like my mustache is frozen or something like that. Yeah. He had all sorts of comments about how cold it was. Bah. And he would yeah. talk about making making the trek back down to the cabin and how tired he was. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like... He and he's done this for like two months. He's been and and uh-huh. he tweeted that he tweeted the other day that um they they have to come back in May to shoot scenes without the snow and you know, and all this stuff. And I'm well. like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> he's really really good. <laughs> he is. I'm thoroughly impressed. I know. Jim, you are a very, very bad boy. And we love you for it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I tip my hat to you because that was incredible. You know, back when he was on our podcast for Death's Door, you know, he wasn't able to tell us at that point if his character was all the way dead or not, you know. Right. So mm-hmm. I'd like, I'd love to have him back on podcast now to, so he can just tell us all about making up the abominable snowman story i want to know that whole story <laughs> i know and i wonder at the time did he know he was coming back or did he lie to us on our podcast which probably oh and, you know there was uh one of the paparazzi's got pictures of jim at the vancouver airport a few weeks ago and, you know, just assumed, you know, it was there because he was flying home for the weekend from the Abominable Snowman movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not from Supernatural. 
so so now that we look back, and of course he could just say, well, he wasn't allowed to say or whatever, but, you know, there was never a name, you know, for the Abominable Snowman movie. Looking back on it, you can see where he never named who any of his guest stars were. You know, mm-hmm. he never named, like, where this was going to be showing, like, if it was going to be on the Sci-Fi channel or whatever. Um you know, he he never gave. They you know they never did have a title for the movie. They were they just called it Ab Snow all the time. And you know he he never gave specifics. So looking back on it, you can see it's like ah, oh, there you go. You know, but right at the time, yeah. And you know, and people you know you give them a little information and they just kind of naturally complete it or think of the reason it, itself. Just like they were doing in the episode, you know, Sam going, well, maybe the spirit moved the sword, you know, or maybe you right. drank the beer and forgot. So we're like, oh, well, he must not be allowed to say the name of the movie yet, you know, or, or you know, spoilers alert. And you just you just trusted him. <laughs> right, right. right. Oh, gosh. Um, what else about this episode? Um I enjoyed the beginning with the kids out camping and telling those stories. You know, it, remi- it reminded mm-hmm. me of uh, Wendigo, you mm-hmm. know, and it also reminded me from, of um, Hell House, you know, where the kids were going mm-hmm. out to the cat to the house and daring each other to go in to the basement, and you know, it, it all reminded me of that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely a, a callback, sort of a fun. Monster of the Week, and yeah, I, I'm surprised anybody ever goes camping again after watching an episode of Supernatural because it, nothing ever good happens to campers on Uh, I'm over here trying to check the find the score to find out if Kentucky beat Louisville. <laughs> I, I think I'm the only um, person in Kentucky not watching the UK Louisville game. So I'm going to look up here and find out. I hope UK won, otherwise my husband will have an aneurysm or something. Oh, dear. <laughs> well. I'm not, I'm not news. I can't find sports news on the Internet. I don't know where to look. <laughs> uh, is there any other, like, speaking of news, uh, any other supernatural News or anything else about the episode? Well, this week the biggest news: um, Jared and Genevieve matched the um, donations for the St. Jude fundraiser. They did that on Monday, and they did it through our First Giving page, so everybody could see. And so the fundraiser ended up over eighty thousand dollars after Jared and Jen made their matching donation. And uh, amazing. And Jared also he um he asked us if we could change the name over to include Thomas's name 
because they want to be able to show that to Thomas when he gets older. They want to be able to say, look what ha- look what Supernatural fans did for you. And I think that is just so sweet and wonderful. And so I went in and, you know, put in Thomas's name everywhere that we could. And I just, I just love that Jared and Jen are so happy about it. And it's just Supernatural fandom did such a good thing. Yeah, that is, that is incredible to me. And, by the way, Kentucky won sixty nine, sixty one. Oh, good! Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, I thought it was such such a lovely thing of of Jared and and Jen, of course, to match the donation and then ask to have the name change and to be able to tell the story later on. You know, let me let me tell you about your other family and what they and they loved you before you were born. And let me tell you what they did, and to just yeah. show them the, all the pictures and the web page and everything, and it's it was it's just lovely, just lovely. And you know, he didn't have to tweet about it. He didn't have to tweet any kind of acknowledgments or thank you to you know us or anybody, but he did, and it was just just you know, it's just further proof of what a cool guy he is and what a, a lovely person Jen is. Can't wait to see a baby picture. You know, whenever they feel comfortable, I I hope they do. Like maybe someday, you know, be nice to see a baby picture. <laughs> just they're just such amazing people. Everybody with the show, Every, mm-hmm. all the cast and crew of Supernatural. Just I am constantly amazed at just what wonderful, good people they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And supernatural fandom, you know, to be <laughs> for all the wackiness that goes on um, when when you're needed, when somebody gets right down to it, their generosity and kindness and loyalty is amazing. There, there's, like there, I said, there's there's no fandom can beat supernatural fandom. It's the no, best. No, they, no power in the verse can stop them. <laughs> this is true. I mean, whenever somebody needs anything, uh, you know, ask for something, you know, Supernatural fandom, we're there. If you, you know, Supernatural win- needs the win TV guide, we got it for you. You know, Supernatural mm-hmm. Supernatural needs the win a People's Choice Award. Hey, buddy, we're there. We got it for you. You know, we're mm-hmm. there, and we get it done every time. Yep, and sometimes it's it's the little things, like somebody needing help. Like, like you know, if they don't have insurance and they, they need help to, to get some kind of medical care or somebody's pet, you know, they're they're poor and they're doing their best to give, you know, their, their pet something that they really need. You know, I've seen Supernatural fans step in there, you know, too. And, and it, it's just I, at all sorts of charities, not just um, on St. Jude. You know, there's been all kinds of charities that have benefited from Supernatural fans' generosity. A couple years ago at the Vancouver convention, there was a girl who got really sick and passed out and had to be put in the hospital during the convention, and the doctors wouldn't let her fly home. The only way for her to be able to get home was by train, and she did not have the money to buy the train ticket. So at the convention, I, you know, I was there at the time, they, you know, they told us, and so they passed, they passed around a bowl, basically, and everybody donated, you know, everybody donated money to help get this girl home and they ended up you know they had to stop you know tell people okay we're good we got enough you know you can stop mm-hmm. now because you know 
that's just how wonderful supernatural fandom is. Yep. Very, very proud. So is there anything else going on this week? Um Oh, still no I, renewal. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean um Jeffrey Dean Morgan's new show, um, Magic City. Um oh, they yeah. had a it had a special early premiere last night and I watched it today on Stars on Demand. It's really good. <laughs> if you have stars, I highly recommend mm-hmm. it that watching that channel and watching on uh, Magic City. It was really, really, really good. I have the pilot on my DVR because they did a Stars um, free preview weekend and mm-hmm. it was on last night. So I record. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but I did record it so I could I could give it a try because it's set in Miami, which isn't terribly far from where I live. And I always like to see shows that are based in Florida to see how well they do. Um, um, and it's it's a period show. Thing. It's a period show, so it's 1959, and mm-hmm. I I am very anti-smoking. And so <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. because apparently, apparently Mad Men, I've never watched Mad Men, but apparently it has a lot of smoking in it because of the time period. And so yes. this one, this episode, this show did too. Like I counted, Jeffrey Dean Morgan smoked two cigars and five cigarettes in this one <laughs> less than an hour episode, you know. And it's like in between him and the character that's supposed to be his son, I'm worried that, you know, if they keep smoking like they did in this one episode, they're not going to make it past the first season because they're going to die of lung cancer or something. You know? <laughs> I, but it's, it's, it's true. It's a real, it is really really good, and I can't wait to you know see the next episode. I, I'm already hooked. Mm-hmm. It was really good, and of course, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's naked butt. <laughs> it's in the very oh. first scene. You get to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan's naked butt. So right oh, there, if you haven't watched it yet. You need to watch it now. <laughs> well, there's a selling point right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's a reason to watch. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I hope it's a success. I hope it's a good show. Uh, I guess it's already, um, it's already been renewed for a second season before the first episode even aired. So. Oh. That's Start right. before, Yeah, so. Everybody and, they, and they film in Miami. As I recall, which it's really hard not to, because Miami is like one of the stars of the show. It's such a peculiar, interesting city. So, and it's yeah, it's a it's a gorgeous show. It's gorgeous, mm-hmm. and I, the building that they use for the hotel, because Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character owns a big fancy hotel. I, I would like to know if that's a real hotel or if, you know, they built the set because it's gorgeous. Mm. It's probably a mix, you know, of both those things, you know. Mm-hmm. They can do that. Oh, there's someone someone calling. Should we take the caller? Hello? Hello? Winchester Radio. Oh, yes. Um, are you uh, you're on the air right now? You know, yes, we are. Oh, I guess. Um, I, I'm sorry. I'll have to turn this down because. Um, Should we take the caller? Oh, are you taking? The, I I I. Uh, I'm calling from Hawaii, hi. and I was. I, I hi. 
I was just calling to uh, mention that uh, I'm in Hawaii, and uh, when we're in some other areas, uh, we have a spoiler problem, and, and that was a major one yesterday. <laughs> um, oh, we, sorry. We, oh, my God. Yes, because we just happened on, I think there was one website, and it was like stepping into a spoilerama. I, or, uh, <laughs> it was... Uh, <laughs> We hadn't seen, I think it was a five hours until, or six hours until the show, and um, and then all everything uh, gave it away and said, Bobby's back, Bobby's back, and 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 we said, what, what, oh no. <laughs> I, I want to men- mention that I, uh, with Winchester Bros and the tweets, um, we always try to make sure that we do not ever put out yeah. any spoilers. We don't tweet any specific spoilers until after it airs on the West Coast. Right. I, I've noticed that. It's never happened. I, I've forgotten what website this was, which one it was, but it's one that I usually don't see. And uh, they had a, quite a few um, uh, people had written in. I, I don't know. There must have been 2025 already uh, right after the show. I guess it had been seen on the East Coast. And they all said, Bobby's back. And <laughs> Oh no! I found, oh gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, that's that was, really hard. It, yeah, it was, it was sort of a, a and I I did write in on uh, after I after that happened and, and mentioned it. So um, not that it will make any difference, but uh, one of the things that you had mentioned before was the friends issue, and I just remembered that uh, Sheriff Mills is their good friend and. Uh, I don't think anybody's even mentioned her, but she's certainly a remaining friend. Oh yeah, for, for Sam and Dean, and uh, but at, at any rate, uh, uh, your program is just great. I always enjoy it. Oh, and thank you. I get such a kick that you're in Hawaii because, like, like my next fun fun show I watch is Hawaii Five O. <laughs> oh yes. Talking to someone in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, I, we we still show the old the old ones, you know, the old original Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We have a we have a thing called My TV, and you can get all the old shows you want, and and that's one that everybody always asks for, and they and oh. they get it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was such a great great show, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the Magnum shows too. Those those were great. Oh, I watched those too. I watched all yeah. of those. I watched oh. the first Hawaii Five O. I watched. Uh, uh, Magnum, and now I'm watching Hawaii Hawaii Five O too. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry you got spoiled about Bobby. But it was such a huge thing, and it was. I'm, oh, I'm not surprised yeah. that some people just exploded because it was. Yeah, I didn't expect it because of Castiel mm-hmm. coming back so soon, uh, and then so, mm-hmm. so soon after that, and there was such a lovely wow. uh, mention on one of the sites of uh, Shakespeare's Sonnet uh, 34, 35, I think the return of a friend who has hurt you and you forgive him and that it was in reference to uh, Dean forgiving Castiel and it was really appropriate um, it, it's one of Shakespeare's very mm-hmm. nice uh, really nice sonnets and uh, it's on uh, Tumblr mm-hmm. uh, one of the sites on Tumblr and oh, they, that's... They, it was it was it was really a, an appropriate quotation so that was neat yeah, um, and you're right about Jody. Jody is one of their friends, and when Dean said all our friends are dead, well, you're right yeah. about all of them. Yeah. Because not, jo- and not only is Jody a friend of theirs, but she was Bobby's friend. She's connected yes. with Bobby too. Yes. So yeah. Well, I, I did. 
I, I will assume that they will see, be able to see Bobby the next time instead of just walking past him and not <laughs> making mm-hmm. him stand there like that. So that was bad. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just thought I thought I would mention that um, maybe somebody will notice that um, there are a lot of people in, in other countries too that probably get uh, the show late, mm-hmm. and they and they wouldn't. Uh, uh, it's the first time it's happened to me, though. I haven't been spoiled before. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this but. is such a huge thing. But I guess the thing to do, you know, and it's unfortunate, but it's just like, you know, don't even go near your computer until yeah. you keen because of... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still worried about the uh, news about the eighth season, but I, I'm just assuming it, every every site says it looks good. But, uh, mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, the the powers that be now are are actually very supportive and friendly. We've heard of, oh. of the show, so that that bodes well. But you're right; it's we're waiting forever. This uh, this might be the longest we've waited in a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but not a, no, but not a lot of other shows have heard yet either. I mean, nothing on I think on the CW and maybe NBC's, oh. but a couple shows. The only. Uh, uh, Network that did a lot so far, basically all of them, uh, just about is CBS. I haven't oh. heard a whole lot of others well, I, doing a lot I of renewing they, yet. CW, I think, did renew America's Next Top Model, but I mean, yeah, they're not oh. going to cancel that. That's like uh, their biggest show. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> but you know, uh, yeah. Vampire, Vamp, Vampire Diaries is—they're they're definitely not going to get canceled, and they haven't been renewed yeah. yet either. So. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, well that's that's mm-hmm. good. That that's encouraging, I guess. So, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to Vancouver. I went to Vancouver last year for the first time, but it seems that um, Las Vegas it seems to be a big deal. But I'm I'm uh, I'd rather go to Vancouver than than Vegas. But uh, for next year, I mean, good mm-hmm. grief, that's that's a long time away. But anyway, I won't keep you, and uh, thanks for a great show. Oh, thank you so, so much. much. And, uh, yeah, thank you for calling. I'm, I'm, I, I wish we didn't have to wait for the next uh, episode. I know. Uh, yeah, but. Three weeks, I guess. April 20th is the next new episode. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, and uh, carry on. <laughs> Carry on, wayward son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm looking at um, Twitter, and you know, if you're not from Kentucky, you don't know what a huge day this was because the two Kentucky teams, University of Kentucky and the University of Louisville, playing in the NCAA Final Four which basketball, Kentucky, that's all Kentucky is about is basketball. And Todd Farmer, the writer of Jensen's movie My Bloody Valentine, is from Kentucky. And he just tweeted five minutes ago, apparently today was a pretty normal day in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he cracks me up. He's been um, posting some really cool behind-the-scenes photos of My Bloody Valentine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Posted some really good ones. Yeah, and Jensen was in a couple of them, so mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yep, I love My Bloody, Valent- Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine is one of my 
favorite horror movies. It's such a good mm-hmm. movie. It was definitely well done. I I had to laugh because I one picture with um Jensen I have to find it. Where are you? Oh, of course the way I wanted I won't be able to find it, but it was good. If I can find it in his photos, maybe it's there. Yeah. Yeah. I I it's the poster where they're putting more blood on Jensen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I and I asked Todd, I said, Todd, can I share on my page, you know, for the Jensen supernatural folks and and he responded, Susan, I know better than to ever withhold the man from the girls and the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a hoot. <laughs> he was he was on our podcast twice. Were you did you get to yep. talk to him both yep. times? Uh, you just remember? A second. I, I wasn't around for the first one, I hadn't started yet, but I was there for the second one. <laughs> um, it might have, maybe it was the first one, but he, he was talking to us and he said his his wife popped her head in and said, Are you still talking to the Jensen people? <laughs> That was pretty funny. <laughs> and I said, well, yes, yes, he is. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, he's very cool. Um, yeah, I like him. He's cool. Yeah. I wish, uh, you know, Jared or Jensen or someone would be in a movie of his again so we could have Todd back. Right, right. <laughs> Need to do it. They, I mean, the ending of My Bloody Valentine... So set up a sequel, you know. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it yet, I won't spoil you for it, but it was just aching for a sequel. And so, yeah, yep. he mm-hmm. needs to, you know, the movie people, they need to get on that and give Todd Farmer the rights to make that sequel. Yes, definitely. Um, well, have we have we partied on enough tonight? <laughs> I think we I think we've partied some there, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep, yeah. Well it was a fun time tonight. Uh I guess thank you everybody uh listening. Thank you to our caller from Hawaii. That's so cool. Thank you for the compliments and listening. Um if uh, uh, you want to download us and listen later, you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash media boulevard and download us. You can subscribe and download us through iTunes. You can always go to winchesterrose.com and click on the Winchester Radio uh, logo. That will take you there. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, Winchester Rose. Um, we always have the links and notices and lots of supernatural news and things. Um, just a, a reminder, the... Um, Next new episode of Supernatural is not until April 20th. Yes, we've got a three-week break, but then it should, when that comes back, we should stay on all the way to the hopefully season finale, not series. (laughs) And maybe by then we'll have some good renewal news, too. SPNTFW just tweeted to us and asked us to mention this. Um, On DirecTV, a lot of... um, People who watch their CW through the KTLA channel, um, tonight at midnight, um, DirecTV's contract to carry KTLA will expire. And so um, DirecTV, um, if you want to keep, if you want DirecTV to keep the, you know, the subscription to KTLA, 
if that's how you watch your CW, you need to go to www.telldirecttv.com slash KTLA. And there is a 800 number to call, an email address, um, a way to tweet and Facebook and everything about it. That way, you know, you can keep C- keep KTLA and CW and not miss any Supernatural. So if you, Absolutely. If, that's, if that's how you watch CW, make sure you go to um, www.telldirecttv.com backslash KTLA. Very cool that they are doing that. Yes, go show your support because you do not want to lose your CW affiliate. There always seems to be some channel that DirecTV has to negotiate um, yeah, um, with to get through. The, it's very traumatizing. I have I have I have DirecTV, and but luckily my CW is through a local channel, not through KTLA. Um, but there was at, during the fall there was um, they. You know, DirecTV was having trouble keeping um, FX Channel and some other channels. And at the mm-hmm. time, I was hooked on American Horror Story, you know, which is on FX mm-hmm. Channel. And so I was worried that it was going to be cut off. But right at the last minute, of course, you know, they were able to make a deal. So I'm betting mm-hmm. the same thing will probably happen, you know, with mm-hmm. this. But just just in case, you know, you know, get mm-hmm. on that. You know, see, put your name out there and let them know you want to keep it. Yeah, because you think, oh, well, they'll make a deal and I don't have to post. Well, you you never know. So it's always better to, um, you know, put your opinion in, make your voice known just in case. And, uh, you know, you never know. You might be the one that tips it in the in the positive direction. So get out and vote. <laughs> okay, so that's that's it, I guess. I guess so. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you in about three weeks. Take care. Thanks for listening. Yep, thank you. Thanks, Beck.